you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We are live at NFL Films in New Jersey. It is Monday, June 27th. I get to be at the cool kids table today. My yeah. name is Sarah Walsh <laughs> alongside the cool kids. That would be Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt, and a Super Bowl champion in Jason McCourty. So- What's up, Jason? How you doing? Sounds good, that Super Bowl champion that goes in front of him. That's still new to me, so I'm yeah. still getting used to that part. So yeah. I appreciate it. Always, we will always reference you as Super Bowl champion. Sarah, every welcome time. to the show yourself. This is your first time being the host of the Let's show? Let's go, yeah. Sarah. Yeah, yeah, I know. You showed that uh, video of me out in Tampa. Usually I'm joining you guys, and I'm literally melting somewhere. <laughs> and now I get to be freezing in a studio. That's so, all right. You know. Welcome to Mount Laurel, New Jersey, the gateway to Trenton. It's a wonderful <laughs> place. We're at NFL Films. It is a Wonka factory of football wonderfulness. And, guys, Peter, I haven't seen you in a while. The four of us are going to have some fun today, right? Let's rock and roll. All right, let's go. It is time for the lead Lead block. Uh, Jason, we're going to start with you, Super Bowl champion. The team you played for last season, the Dolphins, they went big this offseason, grabbing two superstars and Tyree Kill, Teron Armstead. They get a new head coach and Mike McDaniel. So it is a fresh look for a team that narrowly missed the playoffs despite having a winning record in 2021. So here's the question. How do the Dolphins make the jump from playoff contenders to Super Bowl contenders. Well, the defense was rolling last year. The thing now is the offense has to come to play, starting off with that offensive line and being able to run the ball. Mm. Once they're able to do that, like you said, they brought Armstead in. They brought in Connor Williams. They brought in a lot of guys to get that done. And then second, big plays, big 
plays. Mm-hmm. Tua getting the ball to Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, more starts in the backfield. Two of the fastest guys with the ball in their hands in the NFL the last few years. All right, so they, they bring in Jerry Rice and Calvin Johnson <laughs> and Tony Dorsett. Can Tua play? Let's just get this to the table right now, Jason, to start, to start the week. Are you a Tua guy? Are you fired up? You were with him all last year. Are you a Tua guy? You know better than us. I'm fired up for Tua. You give him weapons. He has that Hawaiian mindset, hang loose. The moment doesn't get too big. He's been at Alabama. He's won championship. He knows what it takes. He now has the weapons around him. Tua's going to make it happen. Got to push back because your first thing is if you give him the weapons. You don't say that with Josh Allen. You don't say that with Mahomes. You don't say Mm -hmm. if you give him the weapons. Like, it's two other guys. Is he going up against Mahomes and going up against Mac Jones and saying, I'm taking this team down the field. Let's win a game. But that's what they did with those guys. When you got them at Mahomes, you bring them in. You let them sit behind Alex Smith. You allow you get to Tyree uh, Hills. You get to Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey. Mm-hmm. You build the weapons around them. Look how long it's taken Jared Allen with them going to get a guy like Stephon Diggs. Look how much that changed that offense and just him and his development as a quarterback. You have to build around these quarterbacks. You just can't mm-hmm. draft them in the top ten on bad teams and expect them to go out there and win. Especially when Herbert looks pretty good. We can do. We pretty can redraft that. All day long. I just feel so good to talk Dolphins. It feels like we're home. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. You haven't watched in a while. We changed the name to GMFD for Good Morning Football Dolphins. That's what we do. We talk <laughs> Dolphins. We're here at NFL Films. I don't know if you guys know this. They have, uh, they're evacuating all the film of the 85 Bears and the 78 Steelers to get ready for the 2022 we Dolphins. We talk a lot of Dolphins. We talk a lot of Dolphins. And I feel like, a, like I'm Gollum getting the ring back talking <laughs> Dolphins. And it always comes to... Um, Tua, McDaniel, back and forth, back and forth. So part of Talking Dolphins, um, the stupidest Dolphins topic, and that includes one time when we said, have the Patriots done enough to keep up with the Dolphins this year? The <laughs> stupidest one is the Tua Armstrong. <laughs> it really is. Like, we have exhausted this, and it's not just us, it's everybody. Can he throw deep? Is uh, Tyreek going to run a nine route and get underthrown by 30 yards? Ridiculous. Well, I did the digging, and since we are at NFL Films, I wanted to go historic. 1997, guys, this is a really fun video. You're going to see the boys, and by the boys, I mean Aikman and Favre and Young, and watch what happens after Favre goes. Watch what happens with Young, and th- think about this as it pertains to Tua. Roll this. Red has always had a little problem of keeping the ball in between the lines. He's thrown them out of bounds the last couple years. But there's no doubt he's got the most arm of anybody here. He's over to the 70-yard mark. Where's, where's 74 up? for Favre. Into the wind. 74 <laughs> into the wind. Good. This is really, you know, maybe an understatement to say this is not his strong event here. He's always struggled in it. See if you can get it 50, Steve. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that looks pretty good. Short of 60. Or maybe he just did clear 60. Wow, he's happy. Might have set a personal record for Steve I- there. You see the chop busting going on about Steve Young's arm strength. Sims is killing him. Aikman's killing him. If I'm Tua Tagovailoa, I have a Steve Young poster in my house, in my gym, everywhere I want to put him. Steve Young, another guy, by the way, who didn't exactly light up the league when he entered it. Didn't come directly to the NFL, USFL, then Tampa. It was a disaster, and he figured it out. He throws it 59 yards. Brett Favre throws it about 96. Just remember this when you're going through the fifth round of your takes about how Tua doesn't have the arm strength. Steve Young, not a cannon of an arm. Hall of Fame, one of the best I've ever seen. Peter, he needs a giant Steve Young poster. Niners, maybe 94 around there. I think that's what Tua needs. You think Tua would sign up for Steve Young's career? I think he would. I think he would. I think he would. would. I think I think it would be okay. Um, I, 
I look at the coach, Mike McDaniel. You go from Brian Flores, defensive head coach, with multiple coordinators over his first few seasons for Tua, to now having Mike McDaniel, who was in Jimmy Garoppolo's ear, but helped build that San Francisco offense last year. And what did they do this offseason? Well, yeah, they got stronger and better up front, and they did bring in a talented offensive lineman, but they also got even faster. Obviously, Tyreek Hill is the, 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 the headline, but... I mean, do you see what Raheem Mostert does? He's always, annually, whenever Amazon breaks out that next gen yeah, stat. he's like he's the fastest. the fastest player. Yeah. Like Chase Edmonds. I spoke with Cliff Kingsbury at, uh, at, <laughs> at McVay's wedding, and I'm like, man, you guys are loaded. And he's like, we lost Chase. He's a really good player. Like, Chase Edmonds is really fast and really good. And Jalen Waddell had the most catches ever by a rookie in his season. And it's even mean disgust. So I, an identity, fast, fast, fast. I think if they establish that, this team is going to be a pain in the butt to play mm-hmm. on Sundays. Okay, so here's the thing, and I'm going to probably get in trouble. I'll get kicked off this show in about I like it already. Uh-oh. Um, so you look at the Super that's on the screen. How can the Dolphins make the jump to Super Bowl contenders? Yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, whoa, am I missing something here? What, why don't we just start with the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I know that that's what you do on Morning Talk Show. Yes. I mean, you, you make the leap, right? <laughs> sure. On the show, you make the leap. You guys have been talking about the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl contenders like again and I, and I understand some of the hype is because clearly how they finished last year right they 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 struggled early they look at this team at the end of the year like this is a team that's going to make a run but again like look at their division mm-hmm. look at the AFC mm-hmm. and now we're just we're, we're going right to like hey Jason like and it's my I mean I asked the question but I mean <laughs> we, but like we're making leap to Super Bowl contenders and then we go back to Tua and I know you guys ha- have talked about him all previous last season and yeah. why should we believe in him and I guess there's sort of this this idea of like if you have to continually say give us why we should believe in him and, and give us why we should think that this is the guy I mean how long do you say that where it makes you question like is that the guy if you have to continually mm-hmm. ask that and then you look at you know some of the numbers of, of what he's done against the Bills and the Chiefs and these are the guys that he's going to have to contend with so again it's not just two it's the whole team but this this Tua idea like he's he has to be the guy right for them to First, even be talking playoffs, and we're making the jump to Super Bowl contenders. But again, when you look at the Bills and the Chiefs, he's 0-4 against those guys. He's struggled against those guys. Those teams are incredible. And then there's the deep ball thing. You get Tyreek Hill. Well, he's going to solve all the problems. I don't, and here's some of the numbers we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I, I, look, Tyreek Hill is incredible. We all know what he can do. Tua's got to put it in his hands. Tua's got to help him out there. But it's just, I feel like we're taking like a jump from like step one of like this sure. is a great way to end the season to Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. And to me, like, that's just a little, like, cart before, cart way before yeah, yeah, the like, horse on that one. Yeah, well, listen, the, the, as it pertains to the division, the Dolphins have a Bills problem, and we've talked yeah. about that. You've seen, even just some of the teams you've played for, for years, Cleveland couldn't beat Roethlisberger, and Buffalo couldn't beat Brady. Like, Miami has to take care of the Bills thing, because they don't just lose, they get their doors blown off, and the question keeps coming up, we've repurposed it six times in this segment, <laughs> is Tua the guy who's going to go to Buffalo and be like, I got this, Josh Allen. If you put up 35, I'm going to put up 38. We just haven't seen it. We haven't seen it yet. And that's the thing. In that division, everybody has a Buffalo problem. We washed away. We washed away <laughs> Buffalo dismantled <laughs> New England in that playoff game. And New England has been the prized possession of the division forever since I can remember. So I think that's an issue that everybody has. But you got to speak it into existence. Why talk about the playoffs when the trophy is the ultimate goal? So that's why we're talking about Miami Super Bowl contenders. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen, when you're a Super Bowl a champion, and that's the mindset, we'll believe you. We'll go with you. Okay. Yes. Even though we are in the middle of the offseason, it is a crucial week for Cleveland. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson is facing potential discipline from the NFL, which is independently investigating whether he violated the league's personal conduct policy. Our own Tom Pelissero with the latest. 
Sarah, the NFL will argue for indefinite banishment of at least one year for Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson when his hearing before former federal judge Sue L. Robinson begins in person on Tuesday. Watson's team and the NFL Players Association will argue not only the evidence related to allegations of sexual misconduct against Watson, but also that precedent and procedure do not support such a lengthy ban. The sides have had settlement talks in recent weeks. To this point, there is no deal, with the NFL still wanting an extended ban and Watson, who has denied wrongdoing, not wanting to accept such punishment. This is a new procedure under the 2020 Collective Bargaining Agreement. It will be Robinson, who was jointly appointed by the NFL and NFLPA, making the initial disciplinary decision, not NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. A decision from Robinson is expected sometime before training camp begins. Either side could appeal that decision back to Goodell or his designee. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Hey, everybody. That says Trend of the World. It's a segment that we do all the time here on Good Morning Football. We're thrilled to be at NFL Films. I'm here with my friends. We are by the fire. Uh, Peter lit this fire in the commercial just with takes. He was just hitting Jets takes, and it just went on fire. Hot ones. Incredible hot takes. Um, Guys, currently trending on Twitter is uh, Stanley Cup. P. Diddy's trending, and all kinds of things we don't want to talk about. But we do want to talk about this, creating our own hashtags. We just make them up, and we tweet them. We write something on our whiteboards here as if we were tweeting in response to it. Let's talk about the Jets. Linebacker C.J. Mosley, love him, old friend of the show. Very high expectations for gangrene this season. He's telling reporters he expects the Jets to make the playoffs, calling it a realistic goal. So why don't we take a stab at what we think the Jets in 2022, their season will look like. The hashtag is Jets season in five words. This is when you just write the five-word response to that trending topic. Peter, scribbling down from your beautiful mind like John Nash, what do you come up with, my friend? First of all, I'd like to welcome our two new hosts of the show, Kyle's Two Biceps. Um, hey! <laughs> here we go! Okay, one, two, three, four. All right, I'm going to be realistic here. Hashtag for the Jets. 
sorry, prob- probably not this year. You know, mm. like I, I just, I, I know it's great, it's exciting, but like let's let's slow down. I just, you're still in a very loaded division with a very loaded conference. The Jets did a five-part documentary series called Jets Flight Plan, and I watched it all during our break last week. And I'm ready to run through a wall and like pick the Jets to win the Super Bowl. And then I've got to like come back down to earth. Feel that way for a lot of Jets fans. I'm not being Debbie Downer here. But I think if we're talking eight or nine wins, would be a really good year for Peter, the Jets. Peter, in a post-Bengals world, could they not be the, Je- the Jets this fair. year? You know what I mean? And that's fair. Maybe. Maybe I'm being a little bit too negative and cynical and living in a decade ago and that any team can do it at any year. But I'm going to say, let's get excited, Jets fans. Probably not this year. Sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> You're not being cynical at all. It's, it's definitely not going to happen. Wow. I don't know if there's some rookie hazing going on, but... My whiteboard, my marker was like, I don't don't know what's going on, but I'm I'm used to it, you know. But here you go. Oh, you almost had it. Mm -hmm. I hope you guys can remember those old State Farm commercials where you have the old guy. He has the fishing pole rod. The women are in the store. They're looking for a bag. She's she's looking for the extra insurance money somewhere. The dollar (laughs) bill is jangling. Oh. You almost, almost had, had it. it. You got to be quicker than that. The playoffs were right there. The Jets made a lot of moves. Almost definitely not going to happen. C.J. Mosley, great player, yeah. great expectations. But like you said earlier about Miami, they're not even close. The division's hard enough, and they're all the way at the bottom. Playoffs, I don't see it. Wow. I liked those commercials, and then they brought in Mahomes and Rodgers, and we haven't seen them since. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Sarah? Uh, it's not super exciting, but I go, I'll go step in the right direction. <laughs> it's not I'll exciting! Go, not exci- <laughs> I mean, step in the right direction. You're, you're not, the playoffs aren't going to happen. Like, it's not, uh, again, cart before the horse. I don't think it's, they're not going to blow people away. Are they trending in the right direction? Yeah, I think they are. I think their draft picks are exciting. I think Sauce is exciting. I think they're giving Zach Wilson weapons, which I know, you know, we just talked about, like, well, what does that mean? What's he going to do? He was way better at the end of last year than when he started the year. So, again, all step in the right direction. Are they going to blow the doors off the thing? No, they're not. But to your point, Jason, you said earlier you have to have that mentality that you can go win it all. So they should have that mentality. Will they do it? No. But, like, he should have that mentality that, like, this is our year. Why not? If you don't start the year that way, you're in trouble already. That's right. That's why I went with the Give it your best shot. You know, just do your best out there, guys. Do your best. We'll bring some orange slices and Capri Suns, and we'll get some trophies afterwards. Guys, question number two. We have another topic here. When asked about his first season without Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback, Mike Tomlin, who always has a cool quote, he described the feeling as, quote, scary but exciting. Now, there are a lot of fan bases experience anxious, anxious anticipation at this point in the offseason. Anxiety is going around a little bit. The team, let's pick the team who are both nervous and excited for in 2022 with the hashtag, Peter, scary but excited. Well, it's late June, yeah. which means it's Chargers season. Let's go! That's when we talk Chargers, up. and every year it's like, Chargers <laughs> can be the sleepy team of the AFC. Not only sleeper team, I saw one of these lists that said the Chargers are the third out of the 16 teams in the AFC. They've got like, the third best third. odds. Third! <laughs> uh, it's scary because they've been to the playoffs once in the last decade. Once. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Herbert's amazing. Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson are incredible additions. We love Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. You can go down the list. Eckler, Derwin James. There might be no more star-studded roster. And yet, seven teams make the playoffs every year. The Chargers have not been one of them in, in the last four or five. So I'm going to say Chargers. Scary because we've been down this road before. Exciting because they are darn good on paper. Well, we're down here at Mount Laurel, close to South Jersey. Philadelphia Eagles. You don't know whether you're a Jets fan, the Eagles fan, the people out here in South Jersey, but I'm going with the Eagles. I'm excited. They brought in, they brought over A.J. Brown. They brought in James Bradbury, Hasid Reddick on the front line. They're trying to get after quarterback, and they've made the necessary moves, but 
is just a little bit scary. Jalen Hurts yes. ranks in the 20s in all of the major passing categories, and that doesn't give me a lot of bold of confidence that they're going to be able to get the ball to A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, and be able to make those plays necessary. But you got to be excited. That division's almost up for grabs. The Cowboys are the only team. you got the Giants. The, uh, the, I started to say their old name. The Commanders, yeah. who are both struggling in that division. So, for the Eagles, you got to be excited. Right but it's there. just a tiny bit uh, scary at the same time. It is time. scary. This time of year, we always talk about pivotal players. And I think Trey Lance is hugely pivotal. But Jalen Hurts, it, like, show up or show out. Do something. It's a lot on that, dude. What do you think, Sarah? Who's exciting but scary? Okay, so you're going to go, okay, this is so obvious for you. But I'm going to go Bucks, and here's why. The world has ended in Tampa. The fun run is over. Bucks fans know what it's like to be irrelevant. Good run with Tom. He retires. We're, we're just out of the equation, right? Tom comes back. So exciting. You've got the greatest player of all time coming back. Here's the problem where it gets scary. I mean, this was like a really tumultuous offseason. He's, he's over. There's a new coaching change. Yeah. Uh, the career's over. The career's back. But now if you come back in the manner in which he did, here's what's scary. Like, you have to win it all. If you The expectations, and the, no matter where he goes, the expectations are there, right? But the way that this is unfolded, the pressure on that team now, and it would have been there regardless, but now, given what's happened, the pressure is through the roof. You've got Todd Bowles now. You've got a new head coach. Uh, the expectations, the pressure, and they will look at it as a complete bust unless they're hoisting a Lombardi. And so, again, uh, really exciting. You want to be in that position. You want those expectations, but it's going to be a lot. It is a lot. Peter and I have talked about this before. If for some reason the, the wheels come off and they go 9-8 and eight and don't make the playoffs, can Brady retire? Can yeah, he walk he off? He had a cool walk-off last that year. That was really like, cool. That Rams game, he was awesome. Like, That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a risky, like, they're, like, walking a, a risky line with this thing. I know. It's high stakes. Um, did you guys see the picture that won the weekend? I don't know if you saw it yet. Mm-hmm. Don't show the picture yet, but my, my exciting but scary team, I'm just going to put up the skull for the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> so it's a big season. you got a new head coach in Minnesota. you got all kinds of weapons. What's Kirk Cousins? up to. Just let, let's check in on our man Kirk Cousins, my favorite play. Yeah! That's my man! Alright? That guy fell asleep. He got sunburned. That's incredible. He shared the picture. Now, I, I look at this as a positive because I think he's so relaxed and so calm. I picture he was probably at some Sandals resort. He was probably reading Peter, what do you think, a Tom Clancy novel or something uh, like James, that? James Patterson. James Patterson had an iced tea and a club sandwich and just fell asleep. And where these other quarterbacks, they can't rest, they can't... He's just chill. He's relaxed. I got this, baby. How great is that? Kirk Cousins is a national treasure. (laughs) And speaking of which, this last question is going to be great. This is Trend of the World. This is our last topic. Wimbledon kicks off today. Peter, you ready? Are you ready, baby? Can't wait. Uh, Peter is our huge tennis fan here on set, and he loves Joker, and he loves Serena. Peter, who do you like this year? I like Rafa one more time. You like Rafa one more time. One more time. Legend. Could be the the farewell run. Let's go. All right. Well, Peter's fired up. We all are. Uh, Rafa looking to make one more run at this legendary tournament. But let's pick right now, guys, talking Wimbledon. As we sit here in NFL films, let's pick our favorite non-NFL sporting event to watch with the hashtag if football's not on, Peter, I can't wait to see where you go. Okay, so I got into, like, the College World Series the last sure. few weeks. I watched the Yankees yesterday. Um, but, Sarah, I'm going to help me out here. I've got the Blue Jays bullpen <laughs> as my answer. Now, if you're watching at home, the Toronto Blue Jays bullpen, what are you talking What are you? Uh, Sarah, can we, can we talk about our favorite coach in the league and, and who that is and what, what your connection to the Toronto Blue Jays bullpen might be? Well, now i got to say he's my favorite coach. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm married to the bullpen coach of the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, so, These uh, names I got. That's what I got. Yeah, and how is the bullpen doing right now? Pretty good. I, I think yesterday, this is a tough, tough morning for them. Bad yeah. day yesterday, um, but I think pretty good. 
I kind I, I'm not like locked in on it. Okay. You know what? I, I'm not. It's you so know. bad, right? Because I feel like it dominates our family. So if I'm locked, in, I like I can't get caught <laughs> you up. Can't do it. Yeah. So you're like, can I talk about? it? I'm like, sure. Like I mean, I, I don't know what's going on but over there. Every pitch, you're not living and dying every right. moment. A hundred percent, no. Like, uh, I remember I did like an interview last year regarding the Bucks with the Canadian radio station, and they're like asking me about the game, the the Blue Jays game. I'm like, I'm in a Bucks game. Like I'm not like yeah, yeah I'm not locked in on that. But um, so obviously I'm a great wife. I think is the takeaway from this segment. <laughs> Uh, I think that's what we've learned. But, yeah, they're doing good. They, they, all I know is that in the offseason, he had – well, not in my offseason, not his offseason. He had MLB Network on, and everyone was picking them to win the World Series. Mm-hmm. And, again, because I don't, like, really lock in, I'm like, wait, are you guys really good? <laughs> like, we should be there. And in, but in my mind, it's all great. I'm thinking is, is you're not coming home till November. Like, we got problems yeah. because <laughs> – I'm busy during football. That's this, what a great answer. This is, this is like to ask your wife, Erica, what do you think about the Bengals receivers? <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing the kid. I'm doing my own thing. I don't care. What do you got, dude? I'm going with cornhole. Yay! <laughs> there yeah, we go. This right is now. a game that I didn't know a lot about. I got to the NFL. This game is all about camaraderie in our locker room. Mm-hmm. This is what gets you through training camp. I remember being in Tennessee. We had a whole cornhole tournament. We had brackets. We had Ooh. rankings. I can remember sitting in the locker room. What seed were you, Jason? I, I was low. I, okay. I, but I'm an underdog, six-round draft. That's why, that's <laughs> why I thrive. But I remember sitting in a locker room in New England, and Brian Hoyer comes in with Tom Brady. And Tom, obviously, you guys know, one of the most competitive guys anybody can be around. But he could not beat Hoyer. And in locker rooms, we really? like to bet a little bit of money. Sure. And Hoyer just sat there and continued to take yeah. Tom's money. Is double down, right? double down, double down. And there's so many stories like that evolved around Cornhole. So, I love I'm picturing Michael Jordan with the quarter with the security guard down the hallway. Oops. Oops. Yeah. And that's Brian, Brian, Hoyer. Right. Brian Hoyer. Oops. So Eli Manning, Nick Foles, Brian Hoyer. They can beat Brady on the big stage. <laughs> there you go. That's unbelievable. Doesn't get bigger than a locker room cornhole tournament. Does it? Wow. Doesn't get bigger. I'm be part of that. All right, what do you got? I'm going to go with an event that's just filled with drama, intrigue, um, sometimes tears of joy, sadness. <laughs> The Westminster Dog Show. Yeah, I got to be a part of this last year. Uh, I didn't do it this year, but last year, it is everything you want it to be. It is incredible. First of all, I mean, look, you've got—I don't even what? know what that is. Um, that is a dog, but you've got the big dogs going against the little dogs. It is—it's so insane in the best way. Sequins, like, I mean, I was like picking people based on what their handlers were wearing. I mean, this is serious <laughs> business. And it's riveting, and you can't turn it off. You don't even have to have a dog. But if you do have a dog, you watch these dogs, yeah. and you're like, my dog's not well-behaved at all. I mean, that's what you like. I love it. I'm still trying to figure out why they lift the tail. I always thought that was a little strange. But they really do examine those dogs thoroughly, <laughs> yeah. don't they? What's going on there? Uh, all right, so it's almost the 4th of July. Uh, I'm sitting here with three uh, fellow Americans. I'm just going to put up one word. You can have Jordan. You yeah. can have Brady. Give me Joey. And I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. Uh, it's disgusting. It's revolting. And I cannot take my eyes off it each and every summer. July 4th, Coney Island, the hot dog eating chain. I think he eats 78 hot dogs. I got to talk to him once. I'm like, Joey, what's the next day like? Because yes. I have one hot dog the next day that's World War III. Now, he has 78 of them. And then he does the tour. He'll eat wings. He'll eat beeflets. He'll eat, he's eating asparagus, which just makes me want to throw up. And yet, there's something distinctly American yes. about it. Peter, am I, am I wrong? It's so good. It's good. It's like it, it, July 4th. Yes, it's our nation's independence. Great. Oh, it's, it's, it's hot dog eating day. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> that's going to be Peter after the show at an Applebee's here in Can't Mount wait. Laurel. Let's we get after it, baby. Time for the lead block. Lead block. 
Nice. Uh, we're going to start with two heavyweight teams in the AFC, the Bills and the Chiefs. They met last year in an epic divisional round game that went to overtime. Buffalo's offense never got back out on the field. Mahomes hit Kelsey for the game winner. The Chiefs were back in the AFC championship. Phenomenal game that's going to live on in NFL Films history for years to come. Well, Josh Allen deals with that loss all the time, apparently. He told the Bust and the Boys podcast, people still come up to me and talk about it. That's the game people talk about. To be a part of it is great, but to be on the losing end of it, not so great. It doesn't make me feel any better when someone comes up and says, that was the greatest game I've ever seen. It's like, a quote. we lost. <laughs> so Josh and Buffalo did lose, and yet many think of the Bills as the favorites in the AFC. So as of right now, we're in late June. Are you going to be more confident in the Bills or the Chiefs heading into the season. Peter. First off, Kyle and I, we always talk about this. You guys will appreciate this. The Bengals actually won the AFC what? last year, right? And it's <laughs> like, but like, this is how we go. It's like Bills and Chiefs because that divisional round game was so darn good. And I'm going to go with the institutional knowledge and the coach and the quarterback and the GM and the fact that a wide receiver leaving is not going to shatter a team that is made of 53 players. I think the Chiefs are going to be just fine. I don't think they'll have a player even close to Tyreek Hill, but I think they'll find someone. And you look at this list, all of these players can play. Sky Moore was a stud at Western Michigan. Josh Gordon has had big years. Justin Ross at Clemson was a guy from watch. Peter, who's Doris Fountain? Doris Fountain was there last year and is a guy they're high on. I like it. But I'm going to go with the eighth man on this list. The eighth. Who is that bottom one on the second column, Sarah? Uh-huh. He was with the Buccaneers the last couple years on their practice squad out of the University of Pennsylvania. Justin Watson? Why are we talking about Justin Watson at 8 a.m.? <laughs> because the buzz out of minicamp on Justin Watson is that this guy can make an impact. Now, look, he wore 17 for Tampa. He's going to be wearing 84 for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I believe he will not only make the team, I think he's going to play a difference in this thing. You think about what Mahomes can do, and then you put these different types of players. I mean, instead of having one guy in Tyreek Hill, now you have eight different guys that you could throw the ball to. And, of course, Travis Kelsey at tight end. I don't think anyone's going to do what, what Tyreek Hill did, but I don't think this team is going to fall apart without him. And I think that the Chiefs, still feeling that loss to the Bengals, have something to prove. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they are not the hunted right now and they're the hunters, I don't think that bodes well for anybody, including the Buffalo Bills. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. And it's not because the Chiefs are going to fall apart, because I don't think they're going to fall apart. They're still going to be a really good football team. But I believe Buffalo has made the necessary moves to take that next step. They struggled last year in that playoff game versus the Kansas City Chiefs because they weren't able to get to Patrick Mahomes. Only two sacks have four quarterback hits, Mm. but that's not enough because these two teams basically threw the ball every single play. You see right here, Pat Mahomes versus the Blitz, those guys last year, he was able to do too much. I think bringing in Von Miller, Daquan Jones, bringing back Jordan Phillips, bringing back Shaq Lawson, they're able to get a little bit more pressure, and I think that's what's going to be what gets them over the hump. And let's not forget, on the offensive side of the ball, they brought in Roger Saffold, they re-signed Isaiah McKenzie, they drafted James Cook to go in that running back position, they brought in Jamison Crowder on a team-friendly deal. So this is a team who made a few moves to continue to build that offense, but on the defensive side of the ball, if they're able to get to the quarterback a little bit more, they're going to be right there. And that defense is going to be very upset. They had a chance to win and make it to the next game last year. They did. It's an unbelievably unusual dynamic with the Bills. They lost in the divisional round, which is a round earlier than they lost the year before. And yet it feels like they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, 
All right, Peter, our friend Bill Simmons has said, like, after the season was over, he's like, I think the Bills were the best team. Better than the Rams. Better than everybody. Uh, I was talking to the Around the NFL podcast. Yeah. To your point, Jason, all the guys they added. I think if they did not add Von Miller and did not draft anyone, I still think they would be the Super Bowl favorite in most picks. Like, even without those guys, there's just so much hype. Um, so, listen, I'm going to say the Bills. Peter said the Chiefs after a weekend of hobnobbing in Kansas City with Chiefs employees. <laughs> I'm going to be totally objective. Pull up me with the Bills at the draft, guys. Let's, 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 let's take a look at this. So, here's what I remember about this experience. So, pure objectivity. In the middle of this crazy acid trip of being on stage in Vegas and the sea of fans, there was a pocket of Chiefs fans. There they are right there. See those guys down front row. They got there early. And as I'm extolling the virtues of the Super Bowl 57 champion Buffalo Bills, one of the gentlemen was literally with his hands up, counting the number of times the Chiefs have beat the Bills on his fingers. And I'm going, you know, it's a salient point, sir. And, and really, in the middle of my hysteria, you're right. So I think that uh, I am more excited about the Bills. There's more buzz about the Bills. Chiefs, we've been eating that Chiefs sandwich for several years now. But more confident, and I think it's still Kansas City. They go to the AFC title game. They host it every single year. And one of the things that we love to talk about in commercial breaks here for years, we always love 90s basketball. We love talking 90s NBA. We were talking about the last commercial break. Um, In their quest to beat the bad boy Pistons, the Bulls would beat them during the regular season sometimes, as the Bills have beaten the Chiefs. But man, then you get to that Eastern Conference Finals, you got to go to the Palace, you lose. It's just they had their number year after year. The the regular season doesn't matter. It's the playoff series. And anytime I ever post anything on my social media about the Bills, Bills this, there's a a whole army of Chiefs fans. You know what they post? The same comment every time. 13 seconds, 13 seconds, 13 (laughs) seconds. That was the time that the Chiefs had to score and come back in that game, and they did it. So until 13 seconds goes away, that game will be asked about. And the answer is the Chiefs. And I am I'm saying this objectively. I love the Bills. They're very exciting. The Chiefs are the team until they're beaten when it counts, and the Buffalo Bills have not beaten them. Okay, that's a great point. It's uh, a tough to fall because it's a great point. But what I would say is that I think you can throw, throw all the stats out. I think there are things, like emotionally, that scar you. And I think that that game, and you heard Josh Allen talking, that scars you. I don't know if you have a game like that. I have a goal I didn't score in college that I cannot sure. sleep over. Like, it should have been in the back of the neck. Didn't do there it. It, it is. bothers me to this day. And I think that is the kind. So, again, I don't need the stats. I don't need the fancy numbers. I don't need to. They signed this guy, this guy. You lost Tyreek. I don't need any of that. I think if you are a Bills player, I mean, you. this is haunting you day in, day out until you can get back on a football field so again this is nothing but a just an emotional thing for me in terms of if you're the bills and the way you lost that game it is so gut-wrenching and you know you brought it up like it was a divisional round loss right it felt like you lost the super bowl in the no. final second of this and that wasn't even what it was but it felt that way and and i'm not even i'm not even i don't have skin in the chiefs bills fandom at all and you just felt for them if you're not free obviously the chiefs don't feel for them right sure. but if you don't and so I just think that there is something about that that elevates you to this next level of motivation that, and you never want it to happen. But I think it changes something. I think so if I, have to, and by the way, neither of these teams are falling apart. We're like, I, they're, no, they're both. both yeah. They're going to be both right there. Great, right? But if you're asking me to pick one or the other, I think that that loss was so devastating, and the way it happened, mm-hmm. that's why I'm going Bills. It was I, one of the things we've chewed on a million times is the Tyreek thing. I'd love to hear Jason's thoughts. Yeah. They lost Tyreek Hill, great player or massive difference maker in terms of this matchup. You can't diminish the difference he makes. When we played those guys in the AFC Championship game in 2018, we double-teamed Tyreek Hill 
every single uh-huh. play of the game. We put our fastest corner and Jonathan Jones on him, and we put our fastest safety, Devin McCourty, over the top. And you can go back and watch them mic'd up on there, and Dev's talking trash at Tyreek Hill, and he's just like, everybody at home's watching, and you only have one catch. Oh because God. we doubled him every doubled single him. play. And that makes a huge difference when you talk about opening things up for Travis Kelsey underneath. Now they have McCole Hardman, a guy who has a ton of speed when they, when they drafted him. MVS. He's kind of talking Juju. about, Juju. yes, brought in those guys. But Juju's not a burner, no, so he's not. the underneath guy. But like you just said, MVS, and you got McCole Hardman. You need these guys to step up. But what do you think of Tyreek? putting two in the same conversation as Mahomes. I guess there's things you have to say. You got to hype your guy. You you got to hype your guy, right? And I love Tua, but I'm not really going (laughs) to compare him to Mahomes. The podcast was a hit, though. A lot of clicks. Tua's the next Steve Young, so we're... we're, I started the show by saying that. I'm about to order a poster and send it to him. You got to do it, dude. There's some Steve Young uh, memorabilia here at NFL Films. Tua Tongvalo, the next Steve Young. I started the show saying that, didn't I? Yes, sir. Warm-up segment. That's where I got it from. (laughs) Just see legs going. Catching on. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Welcome back. We're fired up for this one. This is the last college quarterback to win back-to-back national championships, but it turns out he is maybe not the most important champion in his own family. We'll get to that in just a second. You know him. You've watched him. You love him from the University of Alabama. A.J. McCarron. What's up, A.J.? Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. How are y'all? Thrilled. Thrilled to talk to you. A.J., we'd love to talk about how you're 10 months removed from the ACL injury in the 2021 preseason. We want to know where your career is going, but I know there's important family news on the sporting front that just happened over the last few days. Give us an update on the McCarran family and another trophy they've added. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, we just got back from Huntsville, Alabama, and uh, played in the 5U All-Stars State Championship for – my oldest in, in baseball and uh they won it so they've won four tournaments in a row going 18 and 0 and um <laughs> yeah this this last tournament they uh yeah they they played really well outscored their opponents like 120 to 33 so wow it was right. fun it was fun uh 
<laughs> let's get let's get to you though, AJ. You know, you're coming off the ACL like Kyle said. How are you feeling right now? And what are your prospects as we head into the next season? I, I feel great. Um, you know, I, I was blessed to have a great team um, around me with Dr. Kane, uh, our, our doctor at Alabama, and, and Kevin Wilk, who uh, I did a bunch of my rehab with. And uh, and it, it I really, I, I got cleared at four and a half months out from surgery. So um, I, I've just been working on the strength and getting everything back. Uh, normal and uh, I, I, I really feel great right now so I you know um, everybody y'all have been around the game long enough uh, you never know what your future holds uh, what it is in this game so I'm just ready um, waiting for a call but right now I'm, I'm enjoying my time off and uh, being able to be a dad and be around my, my three boys for the first time and uh, in a while so well, we, we know you're a winner in, in college and obviously could sling it in the league. Like, what's your message to teams right now if they're watching? We've got a bunch of GMs and owners about can A.J. McCarron play in the league and be one of our guys in the quarterback room? Well, I, I, yeah, I think I, I can uh, always play. I, I don't, I've never questioned that. And, um, but I think if you ask anybody that's been in the QB room with me, uh, I've also been a, a fantastic teammate. So, Listen, whether it's teaching a young guy or uh, being there for an older guy, I, I love being a part of the room. I feel like I'm a, a good personality, um, great teammate, um, and, and good energy to have around. But uh, it's also not my call. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm just sitting here um, enjoying being a dad and uh, and waiting on, on that phone call um, if it does happen. Awesome. Yeah, no doubt about it. We, as a former player, player, we all know what yeah. that feeling is like. But one notable teammate we both had, Derek Henry. You played with him at Alabama. I was his teammate of uh, his rookie year in Tennessee. What's it like playing with Derek in college, but now watching what he's developed into in the NFL? Well, you, I mean, you could see what what D was going to, you know, end up being. Um, they, Derek was unbelievable, and I had him his freshman year. So, I mean, he was just a raw talent, you know, having to learn the offense, having to pick up on, on protections. Um, but you could see if, if he got in his book and uh, and studied, I mean, he was going to be an unbelievable talent. So um, it's been fun to watch D. Henry uh, just grow as a player and, and a, be a, being able to accomplish everything that uh, he has so far in, um, in the league and uh, – you know, I, I think he can uh, keep excelling as, you know, as crazy as that sounds. Um, but I'm excited and love watching him play on Sundays and uh, and definitely rooting for him. AJ, I have to, as a parent, have to credit you because I've learned a valuable lesson this morning as someone who has, like, consistently been trying to, like, shove my kids out mm-hmm. of Zoom shots and, like, stressing <laughs> that they're going to be, like, in the background. I mean, and then you see your son comes on, Trip comes on, and we're like, yeah, get him in there. So from now on, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to stress less about making sure they're not in the shot and take a page out of your book. And uh, while we're talking about kids here, in less than two weeks, you're hosting a youth football camp in Mobile, Alabama. So tell us more about that event and what we can expect. Yeah, um, this will be my seventh year uh, of doing this. The The first year, um, we did a 1,000 kids. We did two sessions um, of, of 500, and uh, we did a morning session and an afternoon. But ever since then, we realized that 1,000 was just too many. 
Um, so we've capped it at about 600 to 650 every year and uh, it's 100% free. Um, we have kids from all over the country that come and uh, I think the thing that makes our my camp so special along with you know it's not just me that puts it on it's my mom my agency um my whole entire team but um we allow kids and we actually encourage kids with uh any disability to come we hold a a big session at the end of it um that gives them an opportunity to score a touchdown everybody in the, the camp comes and celebrates and cheers uh, for them and uh and we run special plays for them. And it's just, an, it's been an awesome, um, very humbling and, and uh, blessed experience to be a part of it for, for so long. And so I'm, I'm looking at, uh, you know, looking forward to hosting this camp again in uh, a week or so. July 9th at Mobile Christian School. We cannot wait for you for that. And what a cool thing you're doing. I just, I love in the off season when you guys can do something and give back. And obviously you do, but I want to transition back to 2018 and one of the most important preseason games on our show's history. Why? <laughs> because my co-host and our great friend Kyle Brandt was on the call for Bears-Bills week four. <laughs> and let me get into this here. The Bears are, are, are winning this game. And then, and then a huge play happens. Listen to the play-by-play, but look who's throwing the pass for the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to lay out, take a listen, make a watch, and relive the glory days of 2018 preseason, AJ. <laughs> McCarron steps up, delivers. That's complete over the middle. First down, Buffalo. Three-man rush, fourth coming late. Karen scrambles, looking, waiting. He's going to run it. He's got room. He has another first down, and he's out of bounds. But here we go. First and goal. Bears bring pressure. McCarron throws, and it's a touchdown. Touchdown, Buffalo. That's Tobridge. We saw him earlier on their official review. Buffalo takes the lead. Now, let me put this in perspective for you, AJ. It was a great play, great comeback. Kyle was calling the games for the Bears team. Thank you. So there's a reason he wasn't doing flips over your touchdown pass. Uh, but I just want to tell you, as a part of the show, we've shown that clip a million times. It's, I believe the only time you did play-by-play for yeah, the Bears, yeah, right? Yeah, it was the And first AJ, time. you've been such a key part of it. Of course, that's not a career highlight of yours, but do you remember that game at all, even that, that comeback win? I, I do. That was uh, was any anytime you uh, Jason will tell you anytime you get, get the chance to be on the field, you always play like it's your last. Um, and the reason I, I took it so serious, uh, I had been out from an injury from our second preseason game, so I, I missed uh, playing against Cincinnati in the third preseason game that year. And then I found out they were going to make me play the whole game, so I, I knew what that meant. And, uh, <laughs> And, and also knew, you know, um, the rest of the guys playing at that time. Like, there, there's a, a couple guys that um, played so well in that game that uh, they've been in the league for four or five years. Um, I mean, the, we're talking about guys that have worked their whole lives to have this opportunity. So um, it would be a shame for myself or anybody else not to take it serious and uh, and, and play the game to, to win. So. Um, I had a lot of fun, and, and I, I knew uh, the rest of our team had a lot of fun that night, too. 
the final game of preseason is special because this guy's fighting for jobs. I got to tell you, that was my first time ever, ever calling a game. And typically the last week of the preseason, you're kind of playing with a hand behind your back because you don't know the players very well. When I showed up and saw that A.J. McCarron was going to play all four quarters, I'm like, I'm set. We can talk Iron Bowls. We can talk everything. I know all about this guy. And I remember before that final drive, A.J., was, you know, the Bears were up, and it's like McCarron with the shot. And I remember going to the color guy, and during commercial, I'm like, oh, he's got this. They're screwed. Like, I knew the Bears were going to lose. It's kind of like how a pitcher must feel stepping in when, you know, uh, Trip McCarron is coming up to the plate. <laughs> we're in trouble. This one's going to get parked. And you were amazing that, year, that day, and you were amazing today. We love the camp you're doing. It's July 9th. You have to cap it at 650 kids. It's 100% free. And we know that there's uh, one of the 32 teams would be a lot better with you in the quarterback awesome. room, AJ. So we hope you get the call. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.